into the contest. It's Monday, December 6. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. How are you, Shane Lee? I'm very well, Timothy. It was, it was a nice weekend, actually. I um, spent most of the time putting up Christmas lights, but apart from that, it was a relaxing weekend. Only ever takes a few hours to untangle them, doesn't it? <laughs> well, the easy bit's putting them up. Yeah, you're correct, mate. The hard bit is trying to untangle that um, big bush of uh, lights. <laughs> anyway, it was it was good fun. The kids like it. So we had the, um, the the trial run last night. We turned the lights on. The kids, of course, got to start until it was dark. So uh, anyway, they enjoyed that. Oh, very nice. Well done. Bravo, my friend. Now, of course, we have a charity auction here at Afternoon Sport for the Cooper Rice Braiding Foundation. There are some amazing things to buy from the auction, including a 2021 signed New South Wales State of Origin jersey donated by the New South Wales Rugby League. And of course, it's signed by every member of the series-winning team of 2021. So that will be in some lucky person's hands by Christmas. Find out more at afternoonsport.com forward slash auction. Today on the show, what a win by the Sydney Sixers last night. They smashed the stars as the BBL got underway. We have the Australian Test team announced and a winner at Bathurst. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called Main Hair Care. Oh, Main Hair Care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main Hair Care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Shane, what about the Sixers last night? Uh, Josh Philippi, he was just in ripping form, sort of uh, picked up where he left off from last year. Yeah, he was the, the player of the tournament last year, um, Had a, then was selected in the Australian team and had a pretty ordinary start to his international career. But, gee, he bounced back last night, mate, scoring 83 runs of only 47 balls at the SCG and um, absolutely dominated. The Sixers recorded their highest ever franchise score, four for 213, and then bowling out the Stars for 61 runs, Timmy. Absolutely flogged them. Mm. Stephen O'Keefe, four for 14, um, and uh, and Abbott taking three for 14 as well. Absolute domination by the Sixers. Great start to the season. Yeah, they crushed them. A very funny moment when the bloke in the leather jacket in the member stand took the catch and uh, high-fived nearly every person that was at the ground. <laughs> he looked like Arthur Fonzarelli from Happy Days. Now, um, the, the test match, what do you think of the team? Look, Warney said don't pick. Mitchell Stark, they have pitched Mitchell Stark, so they haven't listened to him on that. No, they listened to Brett on that one, um, I think. Um, yeah, Stark is in the team. And, and look, I think we, we said last week too, he gives you, gives you the option to bowl at the tail as well. Um, so Stark, mm. the other big uh, one was Head. Head has um, got the number five spot over Kawaja. Um, that big 100 obviously got him the, the final nod there. But uh, Kerry is a new wee keeper. Stark's in and Head's in. Uh, and Cummins is a captain. So a new look Australian team. Um, and I think they'll play well. So the Perth test has been scrapped. We know that because of the COVID restrictions in and around the border. And then they've made this audacious move to say, well, why don't 
don't we take the second test in Adelaide? Uh, that can't happen, can it? I mean, all the tickets have been sold for Adelaide. Yeah, that's not going to happen at all. Um, it won't happen that quickly. And as you said, Timmy, there's too much planning and programming already gone into place. Um, so that's just a little bit silly on their behalf. But uh, yeah, the Perth test match scrapped. Um, COVID catches another one out, mate. What about uh, New Zealand's Ajaz Patel, born and uh, raised his young life in Mumbai, and then he's playing for New Zealand in Mumbai slash the old Bombay and took 10 wickets, only the third player ever to take 10 wickets in an innings against India. It, it was superb. Maybe there was one uh, wicket with the Kohli. It looked like he slapped it onto his pads and got given LBW. <laughs> but apart from that, 10 wickets. Yeah, 10 for 119, Timmy. The the third best figures ever in Test cricket. Mm. Um, Jim Laker obviously has the best figures, 10 for 53. And Anil Kumble, um the Indian um, leg spinner, uh, took 10 for 74. But, uh, yeah, a big, big effort to take all 10 wickets in one innings is um, an unbelievable feat. Yeah, it was a fantastic moment. Now, the MCG, of course, it didn't see the AFL Grand Final this year. That was in uh, Perth, and the Melbourne Demons broke the long drought from 1954. They finally got to celebrate at the MCG. There was a stack of people there that uh, just loved the Demons, and a very, very touching moment, of course, AFL legend Neil Danaher has had his health problems and given a moving ovation. It was amazing, wasn't it? 30,000 people, they watched the replay of the grand final, Tim. So uh, I think all 30,000 people walked out uh, very, very happy because, of course, they won the match. Um, It's two months since the the grand final. But as you said, Neil Danaher, who is suffering from motor neuron disease, um, he was visibly uh, moved by the support of the crowd as they they cheered him for for a couple of minutes. Um, And they also celebrated David Neitz, their former captain, who... You know, was a captain through the, the 90s when it was pretty, pretty tough for Melbourne. Um, but a lovely, a lovely moment for Danaher's family um, and him personally as a, a, a real legend of the club. Yeah, it really was a nice touch. And uh, congratulations again to everyone who follows the Melbourne Demons. They've been long-suffering. Now, in the NRL, uh, another bonus, another tick to the box of the West Tigers. It'll happen in 2023. But Appy Corusau, of course, origin and, and premiership-winning hooker. This is a big signing, I reckon, for the um, for the Tigers. Corusau, as you said, mate, um, had a fantastic season, not only with Penrith, but in the state of origin as well. Um, this is what happens to me when your team starts to go well. Uh, the uh, the vultures start to pick over the um, the carcasses, mate, in the um, in the club. So yeah, Carousel will be leaving on a two year deal uh, with with an option to sign for another uh, two years after that as well. So a big big signing for the West Tigers. They're starting to put together a, a decent squad now. Yeah, Tim Sheens is slowly building in the background. Of course, he's back there. He he took them to a premiership in 2005. As much as they say Michael Maguire is not under pressure, you would think that that first three months next year are pivotal for his future at the West Tigers. Hold on to your seats because we'll be back real soon. We're going to talk EPL. We're going to talk Sam Kerr, Nick Kyrgios, NBA, UFC, and so much more. What about Sam Kerr, Shane? She was here, of course, playing for the Matildas against the USA. They finished with that draw back in the United Kingdom in front of 40,000 fans at Wembley on the big stage. And uh, two goals for Chelsea as they beat Arsenal to win the Women's FA Cup. They've, beat, they've won it. They've won 3-0 and she scored two goals, as you said, Timmy. Um, 
she's a superstar, isn't she? She can just find the back of the net no matter where she is on the paddock. Um, but, yeah, it's a really short turnaround for her to, to leave Australia, as you said. Uh, it was a tough two games against the USA out here, but uh, straight back in the form for Chelsea. Mate, two more um, on the score sheet for her. We read that interesting story about Nick Kyrgios, and he was saying that uh, uh, the fact that he was a little lonely at times on the tennis circuit meant he wasn't <laughs> playing all that well. And uh, his words, but he said, I was getting a bit horny and I couldn't quite focus on the tennis <laughs> ball. Well, uh, it looks like he's got a new love interest. So he, he might be nice and settled out on the court. He might come out and win his own in straight sets now, I think. Um, she's not a bad sort either. <laughs> but, uh, look, he's going to... Put him in for the Australian Open. <laughs> Here he goes, mate. Maybe he needs a couple of girlfriends. I don't know. Um, mm. That might might be the key to me. Maybe we should look at that. Maybe give him three or four girlfriends at once and start his own, the Nick Kyrgios polygamous sect. Who knows? Yeah, well, uh, he's, got a, he's got a new girlfriend. Let's hope that he can do something in the Australian Open. That'd be nice to watch. Now, uh, the NBA, the Oklahoma City Thunder, officially the NBA's laughing stock, 73-point bloodbath. How do you lose by that much? Well, and and the guy that we've been talking about a lot, Josh um, Giddy, uh, has been playing very, very well. He was actually out with the flu, so he's looking potentially getting Rookie of the Year. Probably a good, good game to miss for him, this one. But, uh, yeah, 73-point loss to the Memphis Grizzlies, 152-79. Uh, to 79. Um, that was appalling. That they, they, they turned the ball over 19 times. You just cannot do that in the NBA. Yeah, dare I say it. Uh, they got mauled by the Grizzlies. Now, yes. plenty of motorsport about this morning. Of course, that was an amazing Grand Prix. Hamilton and Verstappen now are even with one to go. And, uh, of course, Hamilton won this morning's Grand Prix, but it was uh, not without its drama. And yesterday at Bathurst, we saw huge crowds. The Prime Minister was there. New South Wales Premier was there. And, of course, yesterday we saw the finish of what has been a remarkable week at Bathurst with a, a great win for Chaz Mostert. Great crowds. Yeah, Chaz uh, finishing um, first in the qualifying and um, and went all the way. He was challenged by Van Ginsbergen um, up to about seven laps to go and his car failed him. Um, but that still gives uh, Van Ginsbergen the supercar championship, although he's sort of celebrating the misery of, of his Bathurst performance. I'm sure he would, would have wanted to finish on a high at Bathurst to uh, to win the supercar championship, but take nothing away from Van Gisbergen. He's had a fantastic season. It's a little later than normal. Usually when we were growing up, Shane, it was always in and around October, wasn't it, the, the Bathurst? Yeah. And, and there were back in those days, there were all sorts of cars. And, of course, Peter Perfect and Alan Moffat and Dick Johnson, you yeah. name it, the rock on the track. But there was a sense of hey, life is starting to get normal again, wasn't it? Because we had it on for, you know, in and out all day because the race goes, what, for seven hours. And there were big crowds. It, it did feel good, didn't it? It did feel good. Um, and even echidnas were showing up to me walking across the track. Um, with, yeah, what about that? <laughs> well, they had to scare, scare a couple of cars, I think. But, um, yeah, it's good, good to see big crowds and uh, – it's a real passionate um, uh, sport, uh, motor racing, and uh, I know a lot of people have been looking forward to getting back to Bathurst, and uh, and they celebrated accordingly. Yeah, I think that's the first time we've seen an echidna stop Bathurst, but uh, very yes. cute, um, and uh, yeah, a bit of natural fauna. But uh, quite a race, quite a crowd, um, and they're all there to watch it uh, with Chas Mostert uh, getting to the top of the podium at the Bathurst 1000. Now, what about the UFC, <laughs> this bloke? Raphael Fazeev's wheel kick KO. 
straight to Brad Riddell's head, mate, and um, absolutely floored him. He said he was sort of waiting for him. The first two rounds sort of were quite even, um, but he said he used to drop his head uh, and wasn't sort of expecting the the, the roundhouse wheel kick, um, and he landed it, mate, and absolutely flattened him and was, um, yeah, this guy's uh, a bit of a superstar of the future in the light heavyweight area. Yeah, it was remarkable to watch. It really was. Now, Shano, we're only just a couple of days away, of course, from the first test match, the first Ashes test in Brisbane. Uh, The Australian team, the English team have assembled. We're expecting big crowds. And that takes us to our little story for today's show. Um, Jimmy Ma, Agaba Toss, tell me more. Well, I remember when I was at the Career Academy under Rod Marsh, and Rod Marsh always said he used to sit next to um, the opposition always in the change room after a match and ask them questions. And quite often, uh, over a few beers, you'd get good information out of the opposition, um, mm. unbeknownst to them. Well, the, 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 the toss at the Gabba, particularly in Shield games and, and for the first day of a test match, is always a crucial crucial test, um, toss, I should say. And we'd always look at the wicket. And over a few beers one night, I gave Jimmy Mark quite a few the captain of Queensland, he actually said, you guys are doing it all wrong. You should not be looking down at the pitch for the for the toss at the Gabba. You look up into the sky. And by that he meant if it was overcast, even after the wicket was flat, you'd still bowl because the ball would swing. And if it was a sunny sky, even though the wicket was green, you would bat. Um, and that was really, really good information that Jimmy gave us. And uh, we ended up winning quite a few Shield games after that up there in Queensland due to that information. So it was a nice little tip. But it's all, it was all born over a couple of beers, Timmy. You'd very rarely bowl first, so would you? What are they? What was the old saying? Sort of, uh, you think about bowling. Nine times out You think out about ten. bowling and yeah. then you bat. Yeah, but anyway. But I think um, the Gabba wicket will be prepared pretty well up there uh, for the first day of the test match. But, uh, yeah, I think the Aussies would like to get some runs on the board pending if there's a lot of rain about. Yeah, I remember being up there a couple of years ago covering it, or more than a couple of years ago now. Nasser Hussain was captain and they decided to bowl first in Australia. God, like, yeah. Oh, uh, they didn't get a 1,000 runs, but, boy, they got a lot. <laughs> That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Maine Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And our wonderful producer, Mr. Dan McHugh, back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care.